What's up, guys? I'm David Williams, the host of the Hoopball Grizzlies podcast. The Grizz Next Gen have a phenomenal young core, and the future is looking bright in Memphis. Come listen to our show and learn more about the most exciting young team in the league. You can find me on Twitter at dwill2111, and the show and other Grizzlies news are at Hoopball Grizz. Stop by and check us out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ever since I've started this podcast, people are always asking me for betting tips. I always get asked, who you got? Lakers or Clippers? Rodgers or Mahomes? And I'll always tell you what I tell them. Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I tell people to bet with my bookie. My bookie's rep is rock solid, and they've got the best odds, contests, and promotions in the business. They're the only place I trust to handle my NBA-related bets. The one sportsbook guaranteed to give me the best lines for every single playoff game coming up in the NFL. We've got the NFC title game and the AFC title game on Sunday. Packers are hosting the Buccaneers, and the Bills are at the Chiefs. Going to be a really fun weekend of football, so make sure that you're betting with my bookie. You know me, and you know I don't give my stamp of approval very easily. You've got to earn it to be the best at what you do. Certainly not something Jim Boylan could ever say for himself. And my bookie is the best sports book out there, period. And Jim Boylan is not the best coach out there, far from it, period. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code HOOPBALL, and get your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Head over to my bookie if you want to add a little excitement to the sports you love and the games you bet. Bet with the best, bet with my bookie. All right, Bulls fans, it's showtime. Fire it up. Let's go! The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoop Ball Network. Apologies that we have gotten a little bit delayed in our recordings. That was not my intent. But I've been busy. I've been dealing with some COVID things. Don't worry, I don't have COVID, but there are certain COVID things that have taken over my life at this point. So want to make sure that we get back into a regular swing of things in regards to our recordings. We're going to recap each of the last two Bulls games and also talk about tonight's game against the Celtics, which is at 8 o'clock Central Time from the United Center. Now, I was going to have David Williams from the Hootball Memphis Grizzlies podcast on tomorrow to talk about the Bulls and the Grizzlies, 
But that game was postponed due to continuing COVID issues with the Grizzlies, which means that the Bulls are not going to play again after tonight until Saturday the 30th against the Trailblazers. And then after that, they will have home games against the Knicks on the 1st and the 3rd, so a week from today and a week from Wednesday before they have to go down for a back-to-back road swing at Orlando. Then they come home on February 8th to face the Washington Wizards, and who knows what the Wizards' COVID issues are going to look like at that point. So the Bulls are really in this kind of interesting stretch of games where COVID is going to really decide how many games they play in how many days. But for the second time, the Bulls are going to have at least three days off between basketball games, which I think for a young team, for a team that's really looking to make a balanced impact on every single player on their floor, that will prove to be huge. So we'll talk about first the Wizards 123-110 win over the Charlotte Hornets on Friday night. Really complete game played by the Bulls. They shot 52% from the field compared to Charlotte's 49%, but defensively, they held Charlotte to 22% from three-point range. They were 7 of 32 from beyond the arc. And while Gordon Hayward had a big game, he had 34 points on 12 of 20 shooting, and Devontae Graham had 24 points on 9 of 18 shooting, only one other player was in double figures for Charlotte. That was P.J. Washington. For the Bulls, Zach Levine had a very efficient night. He was a plus 8 from the floor, 25 points, 8 of 12 from the field, 3 of 6 from beyond the arc, 9 assists, and 6 rebounds. That's about as complete of a game as you're going to find from Zach Levine, and he only had 2 turnovers. Kobe White, 18 points. He was a plus 9, 8 assists, 6 of 15 from the field, and Larry Markkinen had a very efficient night. He was 3 of 8 from beyond the arc, but he was 10 of 17 from the floor. So when you take out his three-point shots, he was 7 of 9 on his two-point shots, going for 23 points, only had two rebounds, only had one turnover. Larry Markkinen playing much better basketball. Patrick Williams and Daniel Gafford got the start because Wendell Carter Jr. is suffering through an injury right now, and we hope that he will be back by the Portland game. He's more than likely not going to play tonight against the Celtics. He's got... Injured quadriceps, so not good for him. But Daniel Gafford got the start, 7 points, 6 rebounds. Garrett Temple played 31 minutes off the bench. Thad Young played 25 minutes off the bench. And Otto Porter Jr. came off the bench, and he was 6 of 9 for 13 points. Garrett Temple, 6 of 14 for 15 points. Thad Young, 4 of 8 for 8 points. Temple, Porter, and Young were all at least a plus 15. So that's a really good sign if you're the Bulls, knowing that key veteran contributors on your bench are making an impact. Patrick Williams, he had a rough game against Charlotte. Two points, two of seven from the field, six rebounds, didn't have any steals, didn't have any blocks. But again, we have to remember, and I know we talked about it with Tony Gill, he is going to be somebody that you're going to have to check on the progress of him on a week-to-week basis. Everything that Patrick Williams gives you this year is a big bonus. We already know he's a huge part of the Bulls' future. It's just a determination of what stage is he at in his development after this year is done. A couple more things on the team stats side. Bulls actually got out-rebounded in this game, 51-46. Didn't prove to be that big of an issue. Bulls had 33 assists. That's why they scored 123 and beat the Hornets by 13. Another game with 30-plus assists. I think that was the fourth game this year where the Bulls had at least 30 assists. 
Largest lead for Chicago in the game, 15. Largest lead for Charlotte, 6. Talk about points in the paint. Bulls were plus 12 in that category. Charlotte's more of a perimeter-based team. Gordon Hayward certainly the shining example of the style of basketball that Charlotte plays. And then when we talk about turnovers, Charlotte had 20, Bulls had 17, so not a huge disparity there. I think when we're talking about the differences in this ball game, it's the three-point shots. The Bulls took 43 threes, the Hornets took 32. The Hornets made seven, the Bulls made 15. The Bulls made more than double the three-point baskets that the Charlotte Hornets did. And when your best player is Gordon Hayward, that's not good enough. And I'm not saying that he's the only guy that you can rely upon to make three-point shots, but you're also a team that drafted at the third overall position a guy that doesn't really shoot the ball that well in the mellow ball. Their bench was a combined 0 for 4 from beyond the arc. Your starting point guard, Terry Rozier, or starting shooting guard, actually, based on the box score, was 1 for 6 from beyond the arc. Gordon Hayward was 2 of 6. Devontae Graham was 4 of 10. P.J. Washington was 0 of 6. That's how you end up at 7 for 32. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Laker game and then what we're expecting tonight against the Boston Celtics. This is the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast on the Hoopball Network. Support for Hoopball comes from Manscaped, who offers the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Happy New Year from Manscaped, who offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped is here to help you have clean balls for the new year. Ring in the new year with the right tools for the job. Happy 2021. Spoiler alert, hairy nuts are still gross. Step into the new year with the tree standing taller and shave your boys. Manscaped is here to give you a new year's resolution that you'll actually want to keep. The Perfect Package 3.0 is the the below-the-waist grooming package you need to start off strong this new year. Come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to the Lawnmower 3.0. This waterproof and skin-safe trimmer will reduce nicks to your two best friends. It's also time to freshen up down there in the new year. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And for on-the-go freshness, you'll love the Crop Reviver Ball Toner Spray. Start the new year with a fresh set of testes thanks to Manscaped. Bring sexy back in 2021. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Welcome back into the Hoop Ball Chicago Bulls podcast. I didn't want to go too far into what happened in the Bulls-Lakers game because this was just a dud of a game. The Bulls lost by 11, but they were down 26 points at halftime. They never were really in the game. The largest lead for the Lakers was 30. The largest lead for the Bulls was 2. The Bulls just did not play a very good game. And the fact that you lose by 11, despite the fact that the Lakers shot 20% from three-point range, just goes to show that the Lakers are a better team. And remarkably, the Lakers are 13-4. and They're 9-0 and on the road. The Lakers are undefeated on the road. They're 4-4 and at the Staples Center, but they're undefeated away from home. 
figure that one out. LeBron, he had a double-double, 17 points, 11 rebounds. Anthony Davis had 37 points, 14 of 21 from the field. That's how you get beat. When somebody like an Anthony Davis shoots over 65% from the field, basically shoots 67%, and shoots the ball 21 times. If you're shooting 67% from the field and you attempt 21 shots, that basically means you're dominating the game offensively. And the Bulls had a terrible game. Zach Levine turned the ball over seven times. He had five fouls. Now, he still had 21 points and 10 rebounds, but it was an inefficient 21 points. Nine of 23 shooting. Kobe White, he had two turnovers, four fouls. Daniel Gafford, four fouls. The Bulls turned the ball over 18 times. Their starting lineup committed 13 of those 18 turnovers. And the Bulls actually had to go into their bench and play Cristiano Felicio. Congratulations to Cristiano Felicio for his first seven minutes of the year because they had to play him. And Patrick Williams actually played a decent game. He had 13 points, 5 of 12 from the field, 8 rebounds. But the Bulls just as a whole played a really poor game. Points in the paint. Bulls got dominated. They were a minus 12 in points in the paint. Free throw line made the biggest difference. Lakers went to the line 31 times. Bulls went to the line 22 times. Lakers shot 46% from the field. Bulls shot 39%. You're playing the defending NBA champions, and while you kept them close the last time you played them, they didn't have Anthony Davis last time. They didn't have Contavious Caldwell-Pope the last time, and both of those guys came back and played. But Anthony Davis took over a game by himself, and that's what happened. There's really not much you can say other than that. You take that game for what it is because the Bulls have not played a real dud in quite a while. In their losses, they had been competitive. This is the first real dud of a game they'd played since the Milwaukee Bucks game. Every other game, they either won or lost in a close game. And this is the first time that we really saw the Bulls outmanned and outgunned. And it's not going to be the last. I've been preaching this for as long as I've been doing this show or at least as long as the Bulls have had Billy Donovan as their head coach and Arturis Karnaschewicz as their general manager. You cannot expect instant success, but what you're seeing is little elements that prove that this organization is on the road to being successful. It's a mix of your young core and of veterans that find a way to make an impact on a possession-by-possession basis. And right now, You've got a young core that includes Zach Levine, Kobe White, and Wendell Carter Jr. as sure parts of the future, Patrick Williams as well, I can't leave him out of there, and three veterans, Garrett Temple, Otto Porter Jr., and Thad Young, that are making impacts as bench players and guys that will play anywhere in the range from 15 to 30 minutes a night. You're going to have to have that type of formula moving forward in the next couple of years. You're going to have to have those veteran-type pieces that complement your young guys because the Bulls will draft more young players in this upcoming draft, and they will also still have the same guys that I just mentioned. We don't know about Larry Markkinen yet, and we don't know what the Bulls are going to do in free agency. What we do know is that we have a set core of guys, and we know that the formula to get this team to play to their best is to have veterans that complement those young guys. As for the Boston Celtics, they're going to be without Peyton Pritchard. He hurt himself in the game against the 76ers. He did not play last night against the Cleveland Cavaliers. 
They are more than likely going to have a game-time decision on Kemba Walker, although he did play against the Cavs. I think he scored 21 points. Jason Tatum has not played in almost two weeks, and we don't know if he's going to come back tonight or not. Right now, their best player is Jalen Brown. He's averaging over 27 points a game. Marcus Smart is playing solid basketball. Tristan Thompson has fit in quite well. He's averaging eight and a half rebounds per game. But this is a Boston team that it just seems like they're one player away, and that one player away is probably already on their roster. It's just a matter of being able to have that player be healthy at one point or another, and COVID has really hurt the Celtics. It's why the Bulls and Celtics got postponed two weeks ago. And it's probably why you're going to see a lineup that doesn't have Kemba Walker or Jason Tatum in it tonight. Maybe Kemba Walker plays. Maybe he doesn't. You're not going to see Peyton Pritchard because he's now out. And if you don't have one of those two guys, plus you don't have Peyton Pritchard, who's been your best bench player, it's going to be Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and the combination of Carson Edwards, Semi Ojale, Jeff Teague, Tristan Thompson, and Daniel Theus that are trying to make all of this work for Boston. And I don't know how it works for Boston. I haven't followed them closely enough. We were trying to have Tyler DeVitan from WEEI in Boston, but he had to cancel on us. So we're just going at this preview ourselves. So in any event, we're going to say goodbye here on the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. We'll get you a post-game edition of the show after the Celtics and the Bulls, and then we'll try and have another Bulls guest on during the week, given that the Bulls are not scheduled to play again until they battle the Blazers at home on Saturday. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast here on the Hoopball Network. We are, as always, brought to you by Manscaped and MyBookie. Have a great rest of your day, and as always, go Bulls! This has been a Hoopball presentation. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Hoopball Chicago Bulls podcast. If you've made it this far, stick around for a little while longer. Do you like free stuff? Everybody loves free stuff. What's the stuff? The Bruise Letter is back. Oh yes, back and fresh for the 2020-2021 NBA season. Our founder, Aaron Bruski, is writing an email newsletter filled with his most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content you cannot find anywhere else. It's not on the website, it's not on any podcast, it's not on social media, it's only in the email newsletter, and you can sign up to get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021. Aaron Bruski, straight to your inbox. And also, folks, we've got to tell you about the Fantasy Pass. Fantasy draft season is over, and you Bruski 150'd your way to a hell of a team. But the season has just begun. The Fantasy Pass is still the best deal in the industry at just $4.99 per month. And now that we're into the regular season, there's zero commitment. Sign up for one month for 5 bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know you'll love it, but it's always nice to have that option. The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year. Updating projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups, drops, and our newest and coolest feature, the Hoopball Discord server, where you all can hang out with Hoopball pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. So please do check it out. 
head to hoop-ball.com and click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the main media wall. Hey, hoop ballers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, Hoop Ball has you covered. Today in sports betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions with hosts Ira Silver and Devin Ellington. We break down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at Hoopball Gaming, at Ira Silver Magic, and at D-A-L-E-007. And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.